Alhamdulillah. We praise God. Wa ashadu an la ilaha illallah wahdahu la sharika lah. And we bear witness that there is no God except the one God, the creator of the heavens and the earth. As you know by now, from Surah 38, verse 69, a few billion years ago, we committed a horrendous crime by not upholding God's absolute authority and the creatures who, without hesitation, upheld God's absolute authority, the angels, they became angels, suggested that all those creatures who do not uphold God's absolute authority should go to hell. But God, Ar-Rahman, Ar-Rahim, the most merciful, told them, I know what you don't know. God decided to give us another chance. He could have very easily put us in hell. That's the only, it's the only just thing to do, actually. But not as far as God was concerned. The idea was that there was God and his kingdom. And God simply said, those among you who do not uphold my absolute authority, go find yourself some other kingdom. And we did not uphold God's absolute authority when Satan started that idea. However, this Quranic information tells us or explains to us why people are so bad. In Surah 12, verse 103, God says, Most people, no matter what you do, will not believe. So now we know why. Because basically, we are the bad creatures who did not uphold God's absolute authority. And then, two verses later, 106, God says that of those who believe, which is the minority now, the majority will idolize something besides God. So, therefore, a precious minority of a minority will be redeemed, and this is why this whole universe, a billion trillion stars, and all these designs, the butterflies and the cattle and the dogs and the horses, and the computers and the cars and the jobs, all these things were made just for these precious few to be redeemed. People are bad. Repeatedly, throughout the Quran, God says only a few of the human beings are appreciative. You go and you tell them, worship God alone, God alone, la ilaha illallah. And they're so averse. There's so much resistance to it. They're so bad. They're holding, God is giving them a chance to redeem themselves. And they refuse it. So we decided here to worship God alone. And we decided to denounce our crime and not to set up anything besides God. No prophets, no imams, no saints, just God alone. This is how we get redeemed. And we are convinced, we know that God alone possesses all power. 
We know that God alone can help us or, or wills that we, we get into adversity. God alone. We know that the prophets, the messengers, the imams, the saints are all dead. And even if they were alive, they are powerless. They can do nothing. We know that. We are convinced. We denounced our crime. And we are very few in the world. So why are we so fortunate? I mean, fortunate is, does not describe God's blessings on us. This is like winning a lottery where we had a fellow here, one of the brothers who had a lottery. He didn't know the lottery was haram. And he was showing me how four of the six winning numbers were matching. And you can imagine when the numbers were coming out on the TV and he's holding this lottery ticket in his hand and the number, the first number matches. Mm, good sign. Then the second number matches. All right. Then the third number matches and he gets excited. And the fourth number matches. I'm going to be a millionaire. <laughs> okay. I mean, this is four out of six matching numbers. He's getting excited. Now, when you decide when you denounce our ancient crime and decide to worship God alone, you've won a lottery with a million numbers. It's exactly like that, if, if even, even, uh, even more than a million. But let's say, take a million numbers. And you're sitting, imagine sitting watching the TV and you're holding a lottery ticket with a million numbers. And the first number matches. These are random numbers. The first number is 17. The next one is 732, the third number is 816, the third number is 1009, and the third, next one is 6, and so on. And the first number matches, the second number matches, the third number matches, and you have 1 million matching numbers. So this will give you an idea, since the word fortunate will not describe how fortunate we are. What I'm, what I'm trying to share with you in this khutbah now is why are we so fortunate? There is a reason. And hopefully, as we share this together, you will understand why you were born at this time in that house, at that place, and what brought you here. What are the seemingly weird circumstances that, that put you in this place? Why are you here? You're going to understand all this. In Surah 21, verse 51, well, let me go back, let me back up to that uh, incident, that feud. When, when we fell into that crime and we decided not to uphold God's absolute authority. Did God, this is a rhetorical question, did God know which ones are really bad? and deserve to go to hell, and which ones are really were swept in the crowd and they deserve to go to the high heaven, and which ones are so-so and they deserve to go to the lower heaven. Did God know that? Of course he knew that. So, and then the test came after all the agreements and all the things that most of you know, Babies are being born in this world and being assigned persons from that pool of creatures, assigned to the babies. 
as they are assigned, God knows if this person is going to the high heaven or the lower heaven or hell. So, in essence, you can imagine an invisible stamp on each one of us that says high heaven, low heaven, or hell. Already stamped. And here is the proof. In Surah 21, verse 51, God says, We granted Abraham his intelligence or his guidance, for we were aware of him. Okay, in Arabic, maybe you can grasp a few words. We have given Ibrahim his guidance. Before that, and because we knew. <laughs> we knew what? We knew that he's one of the people who deserved the high heaven. And this is why God gave him the understanding, the intelligence, the guidance. So Abraham looked at the star and the moon and the sun and decided to worship God alone. But it's already, he didn't, he didn't do anything on his own. It's kind of difficult to explain. God gave him the guidance because God knew that he deserved that. So we're not here because we're intelligent or because we're smarter than anyone out there in the street. We are here because we're really fortunate because obviously we were swept in the crowd when those billions of creatures deviated. And God knows that. And that's why you were born at this time, in that house, in that place. And that's why all those weird circumstances that led you here and made you sitting here in this mosque now. Because God wanted you, wanted, God wanted to give you your intelligence and your guidance. In Surah 12, you know this verse very well, Yosef, Joseph, <clears throat> God says, I'm quoting the Quran, he almost fell for her and she almost fell for him if it were not that he saw his signs, his gods, his lords, uh, proof or sight. Burhan or Rabbi, he saw something from God that made him stop. So was it Joseph that was so good that he resisted the seduction, the temptation of the governor's wife? Or is it, in fact, the next verse says, we thus diverted from him sin. We protected him. So does Joseph get the credit for not falling for the governor's wife, for abstaining from sin? Obviously not. God is telling us, I diverted him from sin. Why? Because Joseph had a staff there saying, High heaven. Because God knows that he deserves, that he was one of the fortunate ones. More profound is uh, Surah 28, verses 68 and 69. I'm going to read this in Arabic and translate it. It said, وَرَبُّكَ Your Lord يَخْلُقُ Creates مَا Whatever He wills وَيَخْتَارُ And He chooses. مَا كَانَ لَهُمُ الْخِيَرَةِ Nobody has a choice in this respect. <laughs> we, we make the decision. It's, this is very difficult to explain. I don't know how to explain it to you except just read it. God creates and He chooses. With this introduction that, that I presented to you, you understand now that God knows already 
Who are the people coming into this world who deserve to go to the high heaven? Who deserve to be given the guidance and given the understanding? It says nobody, nobody does the choosing. God is the one who does the choosing. That's why you read in the Quran, you cannot guide the ones you love. The step is already there. What can you do? Doesn't matter. That's why God says, if you cause this Quran to move Mount Lemon from the east to the west, they will still will not believe. You know, you go like this. You know, I'm going to move Mount Lemon for you, folks. And you move Mount Lemon like that to the other side of the city. They will, they'll say magic. We say, go join Copperfield's Union. They will not believe. It doesn't matter what you do. They already stand. The next verse that after God says, God creates whatever he wills. This means that he assigns whatever babies in whatever places. You know, Catherine's grandson, Michael, little Michael, cute, quiet, <laughs> real Muslim, inshallah. He was assigned to that body in that place at that time. And his grandmother undoubtedly will sneak in a few pieces of information because God knows that he deserves he deserves to receive some understanding and certain guidance. God knows exactly who is to be assigned where. This is what this verse means, 2868. 28, you can look at it later. And in 69, it clarifies the whole thing. It says, and your Lord knows what their hearts hide and what they declare. And on that basis, God grants the guidance and the understanding. So hopefully, with this half of the khutbah, I hope you understand if you uh, just uh, quickly go through your life and see why you are here, you'll understand why these strange things happened and brought you here. So let's turn to God and not only repent, but also thank him for giving us this chance. Tubu ilallah. Alhamdulillah. Praise God. We bear witness that there is no God except the one God. Only a few years ago, of course, all our life is just a few years anyway. But a few years ago, we were praying wrong. We were doing everything wrong. We were continuing to commit the same crime, putting names next to God. In opposition to this book where every page tells you God alone, God alone, God alone. When you pray, the name of God alone. The mosque belongs to God, worship God alone. Keep saying this. But uh, we were doing everything wrong. And God granted us the understanding and the guidance as he did with Abraham. We read throughout the Quran, people, you know, all those Muslims who are not really Muslims and all those Christians who are not really Christians and all those people who uh, say they believe in God, 
They're described in the Quran. You ask them, who created the heavens and the earth? They say God. They really believe in God. But they don't know God. And the Quran continues saying, they're going to hell. And you're going to read in my translation, even the old one, that the majority of believers in God are going to hell. This is what the Quran says in several places. You told them who is the Lord of the heavens and the earth and the Lord of the, of the Ash Adim, of the great authority, the great dominion, they say God, but they're going to hell. It's because they don't know God. And they don't understand this granting of the guidance. And they don't understand that God is doing everything. That, that uh, an important part of this universe is exposing Satan as an incompetent God with a small g, an incompetent temporary God. So these constituents of Satan had to be there in order to prove his incompetence. So you present all this evidence to a lot of people that God is doing everything. God is in full control. And the person in front of you is not a believer. There's a staff here saying hell on them. And you're presenting all this evidence. And what, what would they say? You show them verse uh, 17 of Surah 8, 8, 17, that says God is doing everything. You know what they say? The Quran got the number. They say they blame God for their idolatry and for prohibiting things. Twice in the Quran, God says the idol worshippers will say, if God will, then we will not be idol worshipping. And we will not prohibit things that he did not prohibit. And by the way, this shows you how important it is not to prohibit things that God prohibited. He prohibit the meat in the market. He prohibit uh, hush puppies and the hairbrushes that are made of, of uh, pig hair. You know, I recommend that they don't eat the brush, you know, after that. <laughs> but even then, God prohibited only the meat. But twice in the Quran, God says, the idol worshippers say, if God wills, we will not do this. So they blame it on God. I didn't get up for the morning prayer, Fajr, because God, if God wanted me to get up, I would have gotten up. God is doing everything. <laughs> so it's a cop out. And God got your number. I pray to God that he gives us the understanding and the guidance and, to, and continues to lead us out of darkness into the light, all the way to the high heaven. 